Hey, Yak, welcome back to another quarantine podcast. Proverbs Tuesday, episode 28. We're going to be in Proverbs 4, 1 through 19. It's a lot to cover, so I'm going to start. Hopefully at this point you know you should have your Bibles ready. Proverbs 4, here we go. Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get insight. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will keep you. Love her and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Hear my son and accept my words. That the years of your life may be many. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the paths of uprightness. When you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like a deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Oh, Proverbs are good. Proverbs are good. Um, so let's just start at the beginning. Hear, O son, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. You might be sitting here going, okay, I've heard this over and over again. Why do I got to keep hearing this over and over again? Why does he keep imploring me? Y'all, repetition is what it takes to learn something, typically. Repetition is needed. Because we are quick to forget. So that's why you keep seeing this over and over again. Um, and so we are quick to forget the law and we need to remember the law. Well, why, when does he begin to talk about the law? He says this, for I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. Well, that word teaching is the word, um, can also be the word instruction, is the familiar Hebrew word. So it's in the same family as the word Torah. So he's talking about the law here. This is God who is speaking to you as his child. Now three, it moves into this section where Solomon is thinking of his um, father David. Right? When I was a son with my father tender. He's talking about how David passed on wisdom. I was in the book of Isaiah this morning at the very beginning of it. And one of the things that stood out to me is that he 
talks about Israel as a child who has abandoned wisdom, has abandoned the law, has abandoned their calling. And it's one thing to abandon or to ignore a father. And it's another thing to ignore a tender and good father. And this is what he's saying here. Do not ignore the tender father who desires your good. Next is get wisdom. Get insight. This is verse 5. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Um, as strongly as David urged Solomon to gain wisdom that he didn't already possess, he also urged him to not lose the wisdom he's already attained. To not lose the wisdom he's already attained. We are quick to forget this. Look, it's often in life circumstances and life-changing circumstances where we forget the previous chapter. So sometimes it can be our situation that we can forget the wisdom that has um, been given to us in the previous stage of life. But just as often, the forgetfulness comes from personal neglect. We are quick quick to neglect wisdom. We're quick to neglect it. Seven, verse seven is weird, right? So the beginning of wisdom is this, the fear of the Lord, right? That's what it should say. It says that a bunch of other times in scripture. Why is it suddenly get wisdom? Is, is there a contradiction here? No. Think about this. The fear of the Lord creates a hunger to know his mind. The fear of the Lord creates a hunger to know his mind. So what he's saying here is the beginning of wisdom is this. Yes, fear the Lord and seek to know his thoughts. And the beauty is he's given his thoughts in the law. Um, I want to jump down to 15. I am skipping some stuff, but I also want to keep this short for you and not go on a lot today. This is a really great verse, right? Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from passing it. It's talking about the path of the wicked, right? Walking in the ways of evil. And this is a great fourfold strategy for fighting temptation. The first is this, avoid it, right? If you know I'm going to be tempted in this area, stay away from it. Don't even make eye contact. Give it a wide berth, right? Second, we must not go on it. It's also translated in other ways as pass by, right? So while temptation may spring up and entice us unawares, there is also areas of temptation that we know we're vulnerable, right? If you know you're vulnerable to specific temptations, don't go there. Don't go there. You have to know what your heart longs for, what pleasures your heart seeks. Third, we must turn away from it. Turn away. It's also the same idea of repentance, right? To turn away We must literally activate our wills, right? And when we're confronted by sin, we must immediately turn. If you linger over temptation, if you delay over temptation, 
you're going to walk headlong into its trap. You are. Because you're human. And we desire pleasure. So if you know and you're confronted by it, move. Fourth, we must pass on. I'm reminded of a phrase we used a lot in high school. If there was a fight that was about to break out, right, in the cafeteria, someone would typically say, man, keep stepping, right? Keep stepping. And that's essentially saying, move on, right? Because if you stay here, there's going to be an issue here, right? Keep stepping. And that's how it is with sin. Right? When temptation comes, we need to be quick to be saying, keep stepping. Right? Because if you stay in the midst of it, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a battle. And sometimes we just need to keep moving on to pass on. That's how we handle temptation. And when we don't, we suddenly are left in this juxtaposition between walking in the path of the wicked and the path of the righteous, which is 16 through 19. And ironically, right, Solomon and himself doesn't do this. He's the extreme example. He had a wonderful early life where he lived in wisdom. He reigned in wisdom. But that he ended his life in shame and folly. Because he did not hold fast to the wisdom and he did not avoid temptation any longer. He ran to it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you are not more wise than Solomon, and I surely am not. And if you ever think, I have arrived when it comes to wisdom, oh, woe to you. We need to cling to Jesus and be reminded of the wisdom that he has given us every day of our lives. Call on the Lord today. Call on the Lord to hold you fast, to help you flee from temptation, to deliver you from the evil one. Plead for the Lord for that today. Miss you guys. Hope you're well. Peace.